Hello, and welcome back to the Iowa Type Theory Commute. I'm Aaron Stump, and I'm calling this the start of Season 3 of the podcast. And uh, really, Season 3 should have started a little earlier, but as you might have noticed, my episodes were kind of trickling out there because basically I was picking stuff to talk about that I didn't know as much about, so I had to do more reading and looking into it to share anything with you. So anyway, I want to move on to uh, a different topic. I definitely don't feel I plumbed the depths of things we could have talked about related to verified memory management for functional programming, Um, but I'm ready to move on to something else. And um, what I thought I'd talk about a little bit is another thing I don't know anything about. So, uh, boy, I hope I managed to get some episodes out, not forever slow. Um, which is uh, formal methods or verification technology or something like this for blockchain, for cryptocurrency. Um, I don't know how you feel about it. I know some computer scientists who I respect very much who are totally dismissive of cryptocurrency and think it's total nonsense. Um, I think it's pretty cool. I'm definitely more in the believer category. Uh, and and uh, that's a pretty big category to be in because it's still people still seem to just be shoveling money towards cryptocurrency. And, um, you know, so and when I first started learning about cryptocurrency, which wasn't that long ago, because, hey, it wasn't really, didn't really get going until, what was it, Satoshi, was it 2009 or something like that? I forget now. So Bitcoin was born not that long ago. Um, although it's given how much stuff goes on in the cryptocurrency world, it seems like an eternity. Uh, Anyway, when I first started learning about it, I was thinking, and I heard about the hacks. Like, you know, there's been a lot of um, problems, and they continue to this very day, probably this very minute, some poor (laughs) DeFi smart contract is getting hacked and drained of all its liquidity. Um, But when I started learning about these hacks and stuff, I thought, my gosh, this is, you know, formal methods should absolutely be getting into the game on this because, you know, for like for a long time, you know, I mean, formal methods. The term formal methods, as far as I understood, basically arose kind of from software engineering, where it's like we're gonna. There are all these methods we could use to improve the quality of software. You know, testing, auditing, coverage checks. I mean, all kinds of different, more like process sort of solutions. Uh, but formal methods were like those kind of. We're gonna use some other method to improve software, namely the ones that are somehow more formal. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I'm not crazy about the name, but, um, but uh, you know, so this encompassed, you know, model checking or any, or fear improving or any kinds of technology that were meant to apply some kind of logical, deductive methods to, to software. And anyway, you know, sort of from a software engineering viewpoint, formal methods um, we're always, I think, pretty niche kind of niche kind of thing. So you know, we, people would talk about um, you know flight control software or software implant for implanted medical devices or for nuclear power plants and stuff where if there was a bug and a system failed, the results could be catastrophic. You know, with loss of life and and all kinds of really serious consequences beyond just kind of being frustrated that some piece of crap software isn't working the way it's supposed to. So you know, so formal methods, I think, for a long time, happily, kind of like again in the software engineering school, sort of relied on this argument that kind of well, 
our technology is really important for securing the most critical systems. I was that that argument makes sense to me. I mean, who could really argue with the fact that yeah, for something where the consequences of failure are so great, we should be prepared to apply costly but ultimately more powerful methods. You know, but I I mean personally, I'm a programmer and always was interested in these kind of technologies for improving the quality of everyday software, not just like really exotic, very special purpose software. Um, and you know, so. But anyhow, when I heard first heard about cryptocurrency stuff, I was thinking, and all these hacks that were happening, I was thinking, man, I was waiting. Where are the researchers? Where are people jumping on the bandwagon and saying, hey, we can do, we can do this or that um, with our theorem prover or this or that with a model check or whatever? And it took a while. It took a while. As an as a interested but sort of casual observer, nothing really got going for a while. But it's going now. <laughs> it's going now in academia, and it's going now in industry, where um, there is a lot of interest, again, as an outsider, um, I'm seeing um, lots of interest in applying verification techniques to um, ensure that, for example, DeFi contracts are not getting, um, are not subject to exploits. And I'll talk a little about that. Um, I, I personally have like an armchair interest in cryptocurrency. Um, and so uh, I follow the industry a bit. Um, there's so, so much to know and follow about it. Again, with apologies to the people who think like, sure, you can learn as much nonsense as you want. It's all pointless. Um, but uh, um, so by, to start off this section on formal methods for blockchain, I want to talk about um, some work I've had occasion to study a little bit for, you know, professionally because I had a paper to review for a conference um, that was about uh, a DeFi protocol and it was about verification of a DeFi protocol. So for Tezos, I hope I'm saying that correctly, Tezos blockchain. And I will try to share with you, you might be listening to this because you know all about cryptocurrency and you're curious about formal techniques or verification techniques for it or vice versa. I'm expecting most of my listeners probably no comparable amounts about it as I do uh, about cryptocurrency stuff. And, you know, so um, anyway, they'll, I'll, I'll be hitting on sort of both angles a little bit. So to start off with a little bit of what I've learned about Tezos, um, it's its own um, cryptocurrency. It's a, its own blockchain. Uh, it maintains its own blockchain for verifying transactions. Um, it's high at its high level. It's, what it what it seems to view its main contribution as is um, methods for having the community, like the people who are say running Tezos nodes, uh, be able to upgrade the Tezos software in a sort of decentralized fashion, um, and so make you know make changes to the protocol without really you know in, in some sort of coordinated way within the system. That seems to be, just looking at the Tezos stuff, that seems to be what they're proud, most proud of as being kind of unique to them. It's a proof-of-stake um, blockchain instead of a proof-of-work, so you get to, um, there's some proof-of-stake, you know, as you hold uh, tokens within the chain, and that gives you um, rights to do things like validate which block gets added next to the blockchain. Um, I'm sure there's lots of ins and outs of that beyond that high-level view. 
um, which I don't know. <laughs> so, um, and DeFi, you know, the kind of protocol, the one I want to talk about, because there's several verification efforts related to it, is a protocol called Dexter. It's not a protocol, sorry. It's a smart contract. So Tezos has a smart contract language, and this is a, a smart contract. It's called Dexter, and apparently there were flaws found in this, and so there's a second version, Dexter 2. And the basic idea is it serves as some kind of um, decentralized um, like exchange system. Now, to be honest, I didn't understand some of the exchange aspects, but um, the contract, it's just a piece of code that's being run on all these computers distributed all over the world. And um, the piece of code keeps track of balances that people have in, uh, and this is where, yeah, my knowledge might need a little bit more refreshed. Uh, but it's basically keeps, it itself keeps a ledger of what people, um, what people own. And the goal is supposed to be able to facilitate trades between different, um, Tezos, uh, different tokens that are running on top of Tezos because they have, um, they have a sort of a standard, which Ethereum has too, and into bigger, bigger footprint, I think for letting you kind of create your own token on top of theirs is just as another contract. So there's a contract that's just like, okay, I mean, basically to create a token, you just need to say, all right, who, who owns what? <laughs> and, you know, so there's a smart contract that lets you say, okay, yeah, um, all these users, these are the balances they have of my token that I just made up. And then your that contract, you know, there should be some way to do things with those balances, like maybe have one user send um, a token to another user and this kind of stuff. Uh, and so Dexter is meant to facilitate exchange between these kind of tokens and between Tez, which is the coin on um, Tezos. And so next time I will um, try to make sure my DeFi knowledge is like a little better than that. And I will um, uh, talk a little bit about, uh, there's again, several verification uh, efforts that I've read about for Dexter, and I'll try to share a bit about those in a, a couple of episodes, both so we get a better feel for um, what a DeFi smart contract is like, if we're more coming from the verification world or the types world, and also for, if you're coming from the other world, like what verification different techniques could mean for such a program. Okay, so thanks as always for listening, and um, feel free to shoot me an email sometime if you want to ask me about anything. Um, and uh, or you know, and I appreciate listeners. I, I do try to write back to everybody who writes to me, and occasionally I'm slow, but I think I'm. I don't think I've dropped any balls on that one recently. So yeah, hope you're well wherever you are. Take care.